Welcome to my Lightworker Boss Expert Coach Series. You had the chance to hear from current Lightworker Bosses, and now you're going to hear from the alumni who have moved on to become part of my special team of 2020 Lightworker Boss Expert Wellness and Mindset Coaches. From newly graduated clients who are absolutely killing it in the coaching industry to veteran clients who have been on their own for years, you'll get the chance to listen in on a range of inspiring conversations with amazing, introverted, intuitive women who will show you what's possible for you once you make the decision to commit to your coaching business and your dreams. I'm also so thrilled to announce that new Lightworker Bosses entering in the fall of 2020 will get the chance to work closely with this team of expert coaches as part of the Lightworker Boss program. Listen closely because toward the end of our conversation, they'll outline what you can expect from working with them. Today, you're going to meet with Lightworker Boss expert coach Andrea Tlassen, founder of Seasonal Living Mamas. I've known Andrea for eight years now. She was my first client ever, fun tidbit. And we speak candidly about what it takes to make it online, living in accordance with your cycles, and why that's so important, especially as a new entrepreneur, and the amazing session that she's going to offer to Lightworker Bosses at the end of 2020. I hope you enjoy. So the big question is this, how are everyday, spiritually minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia and welcome to the Love, Light and Business Podcast. Andrea Tlassen has been in the wellness community for over 14 years as an Ayurvedic wellness counselor, certified personal trainer, yoga instructor, and pre-postpartum specialist. She also has a bachelor's degree in sports and exercise science and psychology. Finally, she is a proud wife and mama to an active four-year-old boy. Over the past 14 years, Andrea has helped thousands of women transform their health. She has done this by giving her clients small habit changes to implement into their lives. These small habits lead to lasting changes. Andrea's goal is to help you evolve into the person you want to become. All right. So welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to introduce Andrea Tlassen. She is a longtime client and now friend of mine. We've known each other for quite some time now. Um, I don't know. Eight years. Eight years? Okay, so. so back when I wasn't, when I was like still in nine to five, like eight years, that is yep. insane. Yeah, so we've just kind of grown beside each other and um, and I'm really excited to have her as a Lightworker Boss expert coach and she's going to be um, coaching the new Lightworker Bosses who are coming in. So you're going to get a chance to work with her in a one-to-one session. So I just wanted to interview her and ask her about the session. I'm really excited for this particular session and talking, well, we'll get into it, but she's going to talk about doing your business and living in accordance to your rhythms and your cycles. We were talking a little bit about that before we actually started, you know, recording. So I'm excited to dive in. So welcome. Happy to have you here. 
Yes, I'm excited. Excited to be here and share all of the seasonal and cyclical wisdom. And yeah, yes. so much juicy goodness. I mean, I just took Andrea's class, <laughs> like, you know, and it was absolutely amazing. I took her course, so I'll let you get into that as well. But why don't you just um, give a quick bio? What do you, what do you do? Tell us about your business. So I am an Ayurvedic wellness counselor, and then I call myself kind of a holistic personal trainer. I also am a yoga teacher. So I have all of those things. And then I also do a podcast that I've done, which I just did the math on that for six years now. I've had my podcast, which seems wow. just crazy. So I've been I remember in business you for starting that. Yes. That's it. Yeah, I was probably coaching with you. You were, and you were like, I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, go, go for it. Yeah. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. So it's been quite the journey. And this year yes. has been the, I mean, a pivot to all online. So before I was doing a lot of yes. in-person Yes. work. And I almost opened a studio. I mean, I'm talking days yeah. from, like before the pandemic hit and shut everything down. Um, I thankfully had a client who was a lawyer who said, I don't know if that building's ADA compliant, maybe go check. They did. And that week that it took to get the answer was the week everything started shutting. Wow. And then I was like, I can't sign a lease. So everything just That's switched to online. And um, it's been really, it's been really, I guess, easy in that transition. I wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah. but I think a lot of it is the foundation that I, I've had into place. I mean, for, for years, yeah. I mean, you made me start an email list and yeah. all of the things that you taught me I had, I had going. So I was able to switch to online versus. Yeah. So you were like half and half or you were like oh, partially. Like probably 90% in person. Wow. And then yeah. it happened. You're able to be like, okay, I'm doing this. I know what to do. Getting online. Yeah. yeah I mean, I that's mean, I had so important. <laughs> You had to, right? And I think that it's so important now for, to make that pivot to, to online because if you can't, I don't know how anybody can survive as a business, especially like training and everything that you do. Um, so if you could just share, I know that this year, I don't know, like when did you pivot into seasonal living? Like where you have seasonal living mamas, like I know that you, like I, I watched you do that pivot and I saw you even find your rhythm and, and your new direction with that. So if you could just share more about what was happening behind the scenes when you, when you made that transition. Yeah. So I um, transitioned kind of, so Ayurveda, if anyone's not familiar with what that is, um, it originated in India over 5,000 years ago and it's an ancient kind of wellness system. So um, a lot of Ayurveda is a very vast system. And within it, uh, I've had classmates that I graduated with. We all have different kind of focal points. And for me, my focal point was the seasonal living aspect of it. Um, I grew up on a farm and I think that just, it was just a natural, and I'm in Minnesota, so we have a distinct four seasons here. Um, And I think it was a natural transition for me to really gravitate towards that seasonal aspect and, um, you know, practices that we can do according to the seasons. Um, so it's been about a year that I really introduced it because I think the first time I launched the Seasonal Living Collective was last winter and I didn't have anyone join. And then I launched again and I had, I don't know, a couple people, I think it was. And then again, and then I was up to mm-hmm. eight people. And it's just every time that I've launched it, it just has slowly grown and grown. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's been kind of the, I, I don't know if it's this year that people are really in tune with the seasonal aspect because I think we're all slowing down. And we can kind of see like where we want something to connect with. And so I think that's where that seasonal aspect people have been really drawn to, um, you know, how can I incorporate this into my lifestyle? Yeah. And what are some of the benefits about incorporating it into your lifestyle? We'll get more into this, into the session, but I just already want to know like, why, 
why would someone do that? Why would someone incorporate that into their business and their life? So there's kind of three different layers that I kind of teach. The high level is like the seasons, like your basic seasons. And so mm-hmm. in Ayurveda, you know, they are associated with the dosha and time of year. And so if you're living according to the seasons on the dosha level, um, it's helping you stay healthy. So within each of those seasons, like, um, you know, you were with me this fall and we did a cleanse. And so doing a cleanse actually is really beneficial to your winter season. Mm. So if you live in alignment the season before, it sets you up for the following season to hopefully stay healthier, um, to live Mm. in alignment with what's going on. Um, If you are noticing, like right now, it's very dry. So you just are naturally like, oh, I need to put, you know, oil on. And, um, you know, we just notice things. It's just these little subtle things. And all of those things kind of keep us healthy. Um, They slow us down. We start to get back into rhythms within our own bodies. And I think that's, that's something that we might've, I know I did. I forgot for a few years, like just the natural, oh yeah, winter's coming. It's time to start slowing down. It's time to start going inwards. Um, So that's kind of that seasonal level. And then I do kind of that cyclical level. Um, in terms of like, if you are a cycling human and you have a menstrual cycle, then there's kind of another added layer. So then we go a little bit deeper with the seasons there. um, And then the four seasons of our menstrual cycle, and they're all associated with one of those four seasons. And then Mm. I also do with stuff and work with the moon as well, because I ran new moon circles from my house. And so it's all, it's all all of this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's absolutely amazing. And I think that like you said, there it it's just taking cues from nature. Like I, I have plants around my house. They don't all blossom all year. They go right, and you can just take the cues from what nature is doing and looking outside and seeing. Like it's really true that, like plants go into hibernation. Like we're not always meant to be the same energy level. And I think that that's always how I felt. Like I had to always be producing, and that's when I like my business, not just my business, but everything. Like it led to burnout because I felt like I had to always be this linear way every single day of the month, regardless of where I was on my period, regardless of the season, I was supposed to be performing at this certain level. I'm also a pitta. So I was also like, raw the whole time. And I'm just like, it's not sustainable and it doesn't feel good. And I think that, like you said, a lot of people are waking up to that because maybe we're like, we're, have, we're being forced to be inward more and we're starting to notice our cycles a bit more um, and how we're affected. So I think this is such, such a juicy topic. Um, if we could just pivot for a little bit, can I ask yeah. you about what you love the most about your business and what you've set up as an entrepreneur, like being online now? What, what's one of your favorite things? I don't think I've ever asked you this. <laughs> um, I would say it for myself, like the time freedom. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I still have clients, but I can kind of put them in containers. So like Monday through Thursday, I see clients and yeah. set certain hours for myself. Um, and growing up, like my dad, my mom was a um, stay-at-home mom and my dad was a farmer. And so farmers are very entrepreneurial because they can set their own hours essentially. Yeah. Um, and so like, that's something that I really valued. And so for me, like now that I have a four-year-old, um, you know, he's not in school yet, but when he's in school, I can kind of pick him up and drop him off at school and go to his activities. Yeah. And that's something that I really wanted to do without having to, you know, take off time for work or, you know, manage that. And my husband also runs his own business. And so we kind of both have that flexibility. Um, and I mean, within yeah. some regards, cause he works evenings. So we've set it up where it works well, um, yeah. you know, between the two of us. So that I would say is my, my highlight is just that time freedom, the flexibility, yes. 
and being your own boss, like not having to get approved. Like I want to do this program and you don't have I to want to hibernate for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I want to take off this time. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that leads back to just, you know, like being able to live in accordance with these rhythms. I think it is a lot easier when you can, I mean, there are ways, and I think you're going to be helping light worker bosses in the session, figure out how to do that, even when they're not full-time in their business yet. But there is something about saying like, okay, I'm going to take off some time in the summer. I'm going to take off some time to hibernate some time off from social media, from email. Can you just share what you plan on doing with, with your upcoming hibernation time? Yeah. So I was debating back and forth. I'm like, do I take, I love to take <laughs> December off um, yes. just because it just is a nice month uh, for me, winter solstice. I love the winter solstice. And yeah. like, I do, I do yeah. it up big, you know, we have a big celebration here. Um, yeah. And so for myself, I'm like, I really like to just completely let go of social media and not have to yeah. worry about, you know, posting. Cause um, having, I mean, if people who are listening who do run businesses, that can sometimes be just running in the background of your mind all day long where you don't even realize gotta it post, until you gotta take post. the like, yes, <laughs> yes. what should I post? I don't have a story right? up. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that where you're like, okay. And then right. I usually do some quote tiles. I'm like, oh, I have to go create a quote tile because I don't right. have a quote tile that matches this. And it is a lot of just energy that's kind of draining yeah. in the background. Um, and I usually take off my late luteal phase through my menstrual cycle off of social media, um, you know, monthly, just because it yeah. just you get your yep. inner critic coming out right before you get your period and you compare and you judge. And so I just delete it. So Can I, I just say, I just found out about that last cycle because I was going crazy and I talked to a friend about it. She's like, what part of your cycle are you in? And she was like, ah, oh, inner critic time. And I was like, ah, oh, it's yeah. Good. Too. Real. It yes. really is. That, that's a good thing to take off social oh. for that time. Yeah. Well, and I will just say even this last week with one of my friends, um, she had sent me a voice memo on social media and just telling me, she's like, I think I'm going to get a job. I think I'm done. And she's ran our business for like 10 years. And she's like, I'm just done with this. And then I messaged her back. I was like, what part of your cycle are yeah. you on? And then she was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. This happens to me. And it's, it's not every time, but she's like, yeah. every few months you just go through this. I'm going to burn it all down. Yeah. So just knowing that about yourself, it's huge. Because that way you, you walk yeah. yourself back from the cliff. Like, you know what? I Okay, I'm fine. I'll just yeah. sit here for a few more weeks and I'll be all good. Exactly. And then it's like, you don't think that something is wrong or you don't react in this way of like... It, like not understanding. I think it's just understanding that this is going to come up every single month. It's going to come up in a different way and to expect it. Um, it's just, it gives you permission to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to take some time to just chill right now. Like yes. I'm going to back up and I'm not going to take any action right now. I'm not going to also listen to my brain and the stories I have going on to just know that if it comes up, it's okay. And, and it's totally normal. Like I think hearing that like my friend telling me it, this is totally normal. I was like, and to, it, it just feels better to know it's normal as well. Yeah. And to know you're not, you're not alone. <laughs> Everyone yes. is kind of doing the same thing every time. Exactly. And that would be the time. Like I always tell people, I'm like, give yourself a whole month before you make those big, big decisions. Yeah. If they come up at that time, like just journal about <laughs> it, like maybe flag that page in the journal. And then after a month has <laughs> went by, maybe you still feel like, okay, I need to switch okay. this aspect of my business. Or maybe you really do want to, you know, quit your business or quit your job, mm -hmm. like wait a whole cycle and then really reflect and just see, okay, yep. Those feelings stayed consistent or, yes. oh yeah, no, that was just a weird, you know, day or two. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So 
as far as just coaching, and I know that we've worked together for a long time now. So what do you feel has been most helpful for you as far as business coaching? Mm. I would say, I mean, I was probably one of your first clients back. Oh my God, day, Andrea. Like one <laughs> you were, yeah, you were like, did I ever tell you you were my first client? No, like, but I just period. probably knew. Yeah. No, you were like my first, first client. I think I cried. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh my God, that's so that's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, yeah. And I, I mean, I think one of the, the things that I really appreciate about you as a coach, because I've had many different coaches through the years and yeah. um, like you always knew what was going on in my business and you had prep forms and you asked and you cared. Yeah. Um, whereas I've had one-on-one coaches who I paid a lot more money with because mm-hmm. when you first started your price, yeah. you know, we all have our yeah. prices were cheaper. I was so 197 like, a month back then, you guys, <laughs> let's just say that was a long time ago. <laughs> and I was yes. so happy. Let's just say I was like, oh my God, 197 a month for that. I just felt like that was the best thing ever. <laughs> And you start with where you start. Like, I just want to acknowledge, like, if that's your part, it's all good. Like, we all start there. And I think that off the bat, when you're just like, oh, I need to charge this amount, like, that can give you, like, like I talk about in the Lightworker Boss, like, the the um, mama bear and papa bear pricing. And, like, it's just you want to make sure you're feeling really aligned with your pricing wherever you are. So I was aligned yeah. at 197 <laughs> Yeah. Well, and so I was like, oh. okay, this person's, you know, like, way more money like they're going to be even more in depth right no they were not Mm. and so like that's that's something to also just kind of note I would say that was my first like okay not all coaching is the same and not all not all people I hired actually were great coaches in the end of the day I mean you really actually know how to coach um Mm. and me having like having that trainer and coach background myself you kind of know who can like guide you versus direct, you know, I've had some people saw my business going this way where I'm like, I I don't want to go that way. Right. Right. No. And then it's just an awkward experience because you're like, yes, I I want to go this way. You want me this way, you know? And so I think a lot of it is just like, you are very um, willing just to guide and to meet people. You care, (laughs) which sounds silly, but I will tell you, it's not always I've heard that so much (laughs) recently. And I'm just like, that's, I mean, I, I, as you know, you being working with clients yourself, I can't imagine not, not caring. Like it's, I talk about being a heart centered entrepreneur, but I'm like, I mean, it shouldn't be a thing not to care online. That's yeah. You know? Yeah. And it it can be just another number, you know? And whereas you never like, And you, no, you can sense that. You yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had coaches where I've sensed that. I'm like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think a lot of it's the energy and alignment and, um, you know, that I think that we're aligned there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think that's, that's what it's about too. Finding, like finding mentors, finding a tribe, finding people around you that you surround yourself with who are aligned with you, right? Like chances are somebody listening into this is not going to be just going to probably treat their clients like another number. They're going to align with really caring, really wanting to show up in this way. And so it's about aligning with what your values are and, and what is important to you. Um, I tend to not attract the people who are like, I don't care about my clients. Like, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah. So I think that that's really important to say. 
Um, so for somebody who's just starting out, what are some, if you could rewind a few, um, <laughs> rewind a few years, maybe eight years, <laughs> somebody just starting out who feels like, I don't know what my next steps are. I, you know, need to figure out this whole online thing. What would you say? Any words of wisdom mm -hmm. as a veteran client entrepreneur and coach now? I would say, uh, don't give away your power. So trusting yourself. I mean, really at the end of the day, cause I think again, sometimes with even the coaching experience, yeah. like you're like, yeah. this person knows because they have, you know, yeah. X amount of followers and you think, yep, that's it. I need that. Um, yeah. and then you're, you're not trusting yourself cause you're like, well, actually it doesn't feel in alignment yeah. for me. And you force yourself into a box that you shouldn't have been in. Yeah. So yeah. that I definitely did. Um, and then not being afraid to pivot. So even if you start yes. and like, I just had a conversation with a friend and she's a year into her business. And she's like, it's not going well. I'm not yeah. in alignment with this topic, but I'm scared to change to what I really want to do. And I was like, just go for it. I was like, I've done it. I'm like, I, yeah. my first business was Sapphire training. I switched to my name. Briefly, I was seasonal living mamas like as my domain. And then I was like, that's just now my Instagram handle. And it's back to just my name. Cause I'm yeah. like, and I never, I told her, I was like, nobody said boo. Like yeah. people don't notice those little no, things that you no. think they do. Like they do not, they, you know, if you're being consistent and you're you, they go along with you on the journey. 100%. So that's kind of the I didn't even know that. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. See all those little things. I mean, we yeah. get hung up on them and they're just little details yes. that really doesn't matter. It's more about your message and exactly. what's coming through and what are you passionate about? And that's what people pick up on. And something along that same line, like one of the number one questions I get asked from new coaches is like, what's my title? And like, what, what title do I call myself? Am I a life coach? I transformational coach. Am I like just that's getting wrapped up in the title. And I think that's the same thing. Nobody really notices. Like, I swear, I don't even know what my title is. Like one day I'm a success coach one day I'm a transformational one day I'm a transformational business. I have no idea what my title is, but I think in the beginning it can be so easy to get wrapped up in those things. Um, but really nobody, nobody really notices. Like, yeah, it is about more about your energy and, and than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And not being like, okay, this is where I am forever. Cause like, again, sometimes right. you get stuck in there and that's where that seasonal living aspect comes into play is every yeah. season. Like we're different. We change. Um, yeah. and I was t walking through a client with her wellness. She was like, I need to find what I need to do for the rest of my life. And I'm like, whoa, that's so overwhelming. <laughs> like, no. like, oh my God. Yes. Like, now, what do but we I remember feeling like that too. I remember feeling yes. like that in the, like, cause you yeah. think that whatever you set up is set in stone. Um, yeah, this is, it's not, <laughs> this is a hundred percent it. I mean, I feel like this conversation is like, we've both been in this now for, for some time. And it's like, this is really what it, what it takes is be an entrepreneur and stay in the game. I think what you mentioned too, about trusting yourself is so important. I've had coaches who I gave all my power away to, and I watched my business. I was doing well. And I watched my business go like this, like, and I was like, no, but this coach told me to. And I kept saying, okay. And then, and if you keep overriding your own sense of authority, you will like, for me, I had to see my business like dip really low. And I was like, whoa, 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 where did Mona Lisa go? Right. Um, and there's so much of that, like, having to listen to yourself. I've had people tell me like, you know, you can't make passive income in the way that, that you want to make it. And I'm like, 
watch me and it and I have and like I it's just you have to listen to yourself um at the end of the day and I think that like I'll never override my own clients wisdom and guidance because that's not as a coach what I what I believe to do I can tell you like in the, with things like Facebook ads, right? I can say, well, here's what I've done in the past. Here are the numbers I've tested, but I won't tell you to do something because you know what I mean? I won't ever yeah. be like, you must do this. Yeah. My no, way or the never, highway. He, he never did that with me <laughs> through yeah. the, all the years, you know? Yeah. If it wasn't it's, an alignment or like yeah. I didn't want to, you're like, okay, yeah, like, let's, let's figure out what, what do you want to do? Great. We'll make that work. Cause I was doing a ton of in-person um, when we first were working together too. And yeah. so like, I had all of that going in the background cause it was smart to do, yeah. but you never said you need to all be, you know, you need to be online, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's yeah. a lot of it trusting. I mean, knowing, I think a lot of it with the coach, you kind of know gut, I think, cause the few times that I've made the wrong decision in my gut, I was like, this is not a good decision. And I went with it anyway. And then I ended up like okay this went the exact way I, thought it was. <laughs> I should have listened to myself <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah it's that it's that gut hit yeah and really following that how do you know I'm curious because I know some people are like how do you know if it's into and I think if you're if someone's listening into this they'll know what the difference is between the intuition and the like something feeling good and something feeling like no I know a lot of people listening may depending on when they're listening to this podcast might be later but if they're like should I join? A, it, it could even be not the Lightworker Boss, but if someone's listening and considering joining Lightworker Boss or any program or any diving into anything in the future, how do you know if it's a like a a no a no yes or a no no? If that makes sense. I had um, oh gosh, I had a, a teacher who explained you start with something small. So you know, say I really would like uh, a cup of tea, and then you have two choices. Like you have a rose tea and then we'll say a ginger tea. And you yeah. think, okay, you hold kind of the rose tea here. And you're like, do I want the rose tea? And you kind of just see what your body does. And then you hold the other one. Do I want this? And you see what your body does. And you kind of, you'll know, like, this is my yes. Like, cause you yeah. probably know, like for me, I'm going to probably do rose versus ginger. It just sounds better. Yeah. So like yeah. you have that. And then you start to layer on some more like challenging decisions or one, you know, that might cost more. So then you're like, okay. And then is it a no, like, okay, this is an investment, but I, I know, yes, I need to do it. Then, you know, that's, that's your yes. Or is it a no, like gut, gut. And I just know, ugh, it's not the right fit. Yeah. You know, you kind of, you start with the small ones, they said, and then you just kind of work up to those bigger choices. And it's all about learning how to trust yourself, you know, listening to your body and that intuition, which it does take a little bit of time to develop yeah. like that gut hit. But soon, yeah. like for me, I, I mean, I get it kind of right away. It's like either a yes yeah. or a no. Yeah. Um, so the that, more you practice it, the more you're decisions like, fast. Like now I'm just like, got it. I don't have to think about this. I don't have to think about this program signing up. Like I just, yeah. or it's like, no, you know? And then when, you know how you said, if you do go with something and you knew it wasn't in your gut, right? And you're just like, ah, <laughs> well, I did yeah. that to myself. <laughs> yep. I was so, like, I uh, thought it would be different, but it wasn't. Yeah. You're like, you just somehow try to say, no, my gut, just, just shoo away. It, it, it's okay. It's okay. I got this. Yeah. I, never have I been like happy with that, with doing that. It doesn't, it never works out. So if you could just share, so you have um, a session and we pivoted a little bit. So 
you know, you were initially going to do Ayurveda and focus strictly on that. Those who are new to Ayurveda and curious about incorporating it. And so I also wanted you to add on the layer of cyclical living and, and all of that. So if you could just talk about what future lightworker bosses who are going to be experiencing this session with you, what can they expect from this? Yeah. So I am going to kind of have a have a twofold. So I'll be going for whatever season that we're in and then diving a little bit deeper, deeper into like cycles and how you can incorporate that your menstrual cycle into your business and um, what tasks are best during what time of the month, um, what season uh, that you're in. So for example, I kind of divide up the cycle into five phases, even though we have four main ones, but the Lulio phase I found, which is the last cycle right before you bleed, it's kind of really two almost phases because you have that inner autumn in the beginning like your september october if you think about in seasons like it's still bright it's colorful you're still kind of in that ovulation phase you still want to go out and talk and um you know you're you're productive but then come november december you start to get the sleepy vibes the more inwards like let's wrap things up um so i've kind of divided that practice into five different phases just because i have found personally like i have a distinct split during that luteal phase when i know i'm like I'm a little more tired. Like for me right now, I'm right on the edge of like that luteal split. So Mm -hmm. like doing an interview, not great during the late luteal phase because that's usually when you're a little bit more fumbly with your words. Um, You're a little bit more tired. You don't have as much energy. Um, And then not forcing it because I had a gal on my podcast and we talked about that because I think a lot of times in our work, we force ourselves. You're like, no, I should be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're really tired and you're like on day one of your cycle and you're bleeding and you just oh, want to go take man. a nap. Yeah. And you're like, I no, do not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I and learned the hard way. <laughs> I cannot do that. I'm like, I'm oh. out. Like, you know, and if somehow someone's scheduled, I, it will be the most calm session where I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> like that's the vibe today, you know? That's yes. Fun. Yeah. So how to kind of align your life um, with your cycle and with the seasons. And um, I mean, I really just geek out on all of that. Doshas. If you don't know your dosha, check that out too. Which is your mind body type. Um, Because it just tells you a lot more about yourself. I think all of these are just tools like human design. All of that is tools to get to know yourself on a deeper level and different things will stick um, and it will start to make sense. You're like, Oh, I like, for example, I'm a projector. I need more rest. Are you? I'm not, I'm not, I, no. I wish needs rest, which I hate to rest. So of course. I'm a projector like I, too. Are you? <laughs> and a pit, yeah. Yeah. So if you're like, go, 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 yeah. we get drained. <laughs> so if we're going during those first few days of our cycle, like the rest of the month, you can just like, for me, it's I'm off. Like I'm yeah. tired. I'm drained. I don't want to be productive. <laughs> so like knowing those things about yourself, you have to start listening and you will yeah. find you're living a better alignment. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Do you talk about human design as well? Is that something that you dip into? No, you just know yours. No, I just, I know mine. I know enough about projectors and um, one of the gals actually that I had the podcast, she was also a projector and talks about menstrual health. And so we are kind of geeking out about that. And she was giving projectors tips because she's getting certified in that. And so um, I, I like human design. Yeah, I need okay. to know more about it. <laughs> okay, after this, we're going to talk about projectors, like, because I could just go on. So we're just gonna have a different conversation, because otherwise, this will be the long world's longest interview in the end live. <laughs> um, awesome. So like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite thing about this topic? And why do you think it's so powerful for somebody who is especially starting out, right? Like, 
new, new light work bosses, new entrepreneurs. Why? I mean, I wish I would have known about this in the beginning, but why do you think it's so powerful, especially in the beginning? I think because it really sets your um, business up. So I run my business now really according to seasons, like again, taking December yes. off of social media, yes. you know, that's, that's that winter, that deep dive, you know, and I do yeah. that every, every month during my cycle, like just having those just cyclical seasonal aspects, you don't start to kind of doubt yourself again. Cause it, I mm. think for yeah. me, some of probably where I went wrong was I'm on during luteal phase and I'm comparing and judging. And then I'm like, changing my business. It's got to be focused on this. <laughs> yeah. Like taking so, action like, from that place. Yeah. The next day I'm like, yeah. here's what I do. I'm like, why did I do that? You know? And so then you're constantly just kind of switching and going and, right. and nobody knows what you do. If you're every day. <laughs> it's okay to pivot, but not every single day. And that just confuses, confuses right. everyone. Yeah. So being so, aware yeah. of that. And then also the self doubts that are playing in your head, oh, that it just is, you get to say like, and to know that this is all normal and part of it. And I don't have to pivot every single time. And this isn't actually, it's not because something's wrong with me. It's not working. Like, I don't want to pivot because of, because something is wrong or I'm doing something wrong. It's not that. And I think having that reassurance is, is wonderful, especially for coaches who are, um, you know, I get a lot of new coaches who feel like they're not confident yet and confident in showing up and confident in online space, you know, not wanting to be on video. Like I was not wanting to be on video at all ever. That was never my plan, but you know, you kind of work up to it. But I think knowing these things that you're sharing on this session helps you understand yourself and then be more kind to yourself. As oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll kind of know like, oh, it's ovulation time. I need to be on video. Like you are naturally huh, more drawn right now is ovulation. <laughs> <laughs> See, perfect, perfect yeah. time to launch. I planned my whole series. I was like, <laughs> yes. And then you know, after this whole launch is going to be the Luda. I had this whole retreat plan. I'm gone. Like That's I am perfect. just yeah. Like and because I know that before, I might have been like well, I'm going to go dive straight into everything else. And now I'm like, oh no, I'm taking off a good amount of time. And I already have this like retreat in the woods that we're going to. And it's just going to be, it's like a Zen retreat. I don't know. It's like setting yourself up for that instead of trying to force against your cycles is really important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a friend who did a huge, like she did a two day big speaker. I mean, like a thousand women were there and she was like, on day one of her cycle. And I was like, oh man, bummer. Cause she was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, that's just, I mean, hopefully, I mean, obviously when you try to make these big yeah. events, like you just hope sometimes yeah. you don't always yeah. know. Um, but she wasn't really aware of cyclical living. So mm. she felt drained. She was tired. And I was like, oh, probably could have been planned better than just picking yeah. an open date on the calendar. So if you are doing like big events, like at least having that in your, you know, in your mind to say, okay, well, approximately this time of the month, I should, I should be yes. okay. You know, it's, you might not be ovulation, but you're not going to be bleeding right. where you're like really low energy. Yeah. Um, like it I makes couldn't a launch during a, a bleed period. All right. Like it's so, I mean, I usually don't launch any more period just because I, I do love the not launch structure, even though I keep saying it's so, it's super ironic that this launch, I keep talking about how I don't really launch, but that's a whole nother topic, but <laughs> I really don't. I haven't launched for a while. Um, and so I think it's just this acknowledging of, of yourself and coming back to, you know, what, what, where you, where you're at, because I could saying like, okay, I can't do 10 back to back. Like I was doing back to back and I'm still doing back to back interviews. I could not do that during the bleep time. It just, no. it, wouldn't it would deplete you. Yeah. 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 
And I think that's where it gets into, like, if you don't know that it depletes you, then you're just like, oh, my energy waxes and it wanes and I can never rely on it. And then you get into like self-blame or I, I used to get into that, you know, where it's like the guilt of not showing up for your business when it's, it doesn't have to be like that. No, no. And just having that grace with yourself. Cause sometimes like I'd have women who would come to a 6am hit class and you know, a few weeks they're energized and then all of a sudden they hit the wall and I'm like, Oh, I know where you're on your cycle. And you know, trying to educate, like that's not the best workout all month long. And that's a whole nother topic. But once you start to like really know yourself, you really can start to pick up on those ebbs and flows and what is best for me right now? You know, should I be drinking a cold water or should I have warm tea right now? What's going to nourish me? Exactly. So what's one thing to those listening in right now, what, what's something they can take away and practice? I know you shared that really cool. I loved that. Trusting your intuition, going with your gut. That's an amazing practice. What's another one they can take away as far as like living in alignment with their cycles and the rhythms and the seasons? I would say if you're, if you're brand new to, um, you know, living in alignment with your, with your cycle, uh, day one is the first day you bleed. And so I know for myself, I didn't, when I first started learning, I had no idea. I was like, what's day one. Mm-hmm. So day one is that first. Is that a full, full bleed? I was just gonna say full bleed, not spotting. Yeah. So full bleed. And then um, you kind of, I track it. I have a, a graph. Um, it's over there, but I have a graph that I just kind of map out. I do my basal temperature every morning. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just, that's a whole nother topic. But I do that. Um, and then I kind of keep track of like, okay, how do I feel energy wise? So then you're maybe on a scale of one to five, you know, where's your energy at, um, at the start of your day, end of the day, or just one time throughout your day, if you want to just make it easy. Um, and then you'll just start to see patterns. Cause all of a sudden day 17, you might be like, oh, every time day 17 comes around, um, <laughs> I start to have a little dip in energy. Or maybe for myself, like day 22, I really slide into that late luteal phase and I just am like, nope, time to be off social media, (laughs) time to just shut down rather than force myself to be out. So start tracking that to notice those um, subtle changes and then notice seasonally, like as we're sliding into, you know, late fall and coming into the winter season, just kind of notice that shift and just see if you can pick up on any seasonal shifts. Um, I like to do so that's why I do my, I celebrate the solstices and the equinox because it is kind of that, that shift of energy. Yes. So I started by just doing a, um, in winter solstice is usually on the 21st of December. Um, I do a chicken pot pie um, I make for the family. And then we do like a candlelit dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we usually do some sort of craft, um, me and my son, my husband yeah. watches. <laughs> but yeah. like that, I mean, something to just really honor, honor that season. I'll take the day off if I can and just yes. kind of just be. Um, and then, well, then it's, you know, Christmas time, if you celebrate Christmas is right around the corner and you start to see, okay, that go, go, go that we often are doing at this time of the year. I don't know if that's going to look like it, you know, in 2020, I'm yeah. not sure it's going to be go, 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 but usually we're kind of in that go. And then we just feel, we start January and we are exhausted right? because you know, we pushed past and we didn't honor that natural. Okay. We're slowing down. Actually, we shouldn't be speeding up. So maybe how can you add that into your rhythm this year? You know, maybe you have a chance to slow down and really honor that, like, okay, come inwards um, time of year. So I would start with that um, this year if you can. 
Awesome. Awesome. So on that note, where can we find out about you? Because this whole time I was like, you can also, I was like thinking you can also join her course because it's perfect for this. I literally joined and then you helped me celebrate the fall equinox. I was putting leaves everywhere and it was just so nourishing to do it in that way. So I'm sure that so many here listening, Lightworker Boss or not, will want to learn more, follow you. Um, Can you just share where we can find you, your Instagram handle, website, anything you want to offer? Yeah. Um, My Instagram is Seasonal Living Mamas. And then my website is just my name, andreaclassen.com. Uh, it's double A, double S, kind of confusing. And then I have um, ton, I have tons of different fun, I think fun free resources. I just made a five-day Ayurvedic listen to your body challenge. So Ooh. talking about if you're, if you're like, hey, I do want to dive deeper in how to listen to my body. Um, they're some of my favorite practices. And then I also have, um, if you're new to just cyclical living, um, self-care with your menstrual cycle as well. So you can kind of dive into some self-care with your cycle and all those resources are on my website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Any last words before we wrap up the interview today here? No, I'm, I'm just excited to be here and um, share the seasonal living wisdom and yeah. And let me know if you have questions. I love to chat and answer any questions that you have. Well, thank you so thank you so much for just being here and sharing all of your wisdom and it's been such an amazing I think so many people listening in, I'm just feeling there's going to be a lot of ahas. Every time I talk about this topic, they're just like, is that a thing? Like, I, and so I just I love having you here and sharing all of this. I think that so many people listening in are just probably writing down and taking massive notes and having their takeaways. So go follow her, go find her and follow her work. It's amazing. Um, she has a lot of cool things coming up. And maybe I'll see you inside of her program. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the Seasonal Living Collective. I forgot to say. Seasonal Living yeah. Collective. It starts in January. January yeah. 17th is the next round. <laughs> I'm all about it. So <laughs> if you join, I'll be in there with you guys. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, thank you, Andrea. And I'll see you guys all later. Bye. Bye. enjoy today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and a short one-sentence review on why you love the Love Light Business Podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because it would help me reach more introverted, intuitive, and empath women and lightworker bosses who could use the support on their own business and spiritual journey. Thank you so much, love. Love and light.